Monet, I was just looking up the Anchor app. Have you heard about this? I've heard of it. Something to do with podcasts, right? Okay, so Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And they have this like creation tool that lets you record a podcast and edit it right from your phone or your computer. Oh, that's right, because they can distribute your podcast for you, and it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other podcast distribution places, right? Oh, and you will get the listeners, honey, and when you get the listeners, you make the coin thought mm-hmm. but here's the crazy thing. You actually don't have to have a minimum listenership to get money. You can still make coins. So it's essentially every single thing you need to make a podcast all in one place. Oh, you're just so tickled. You love the idea of making podcasts. I love you, Monet. I love you. Now listen, if you want to download the free Anchor app, you can also go to anchor.fm and get started. Is music a big part of your life? Let me tell you about Anchor, Spotify's podcasting platform. There are creation tools that allow you to easily and quickly record and edit right from your phone or computer. And best of all, Miss Stang, she is free. With Anchor, you can create a Music Plus talk show. With Music Plus Talk, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. Alongside talk segments featuring your commentary, Miss Day, this is revolutionary. This is the future. This is happening now. Music Plus Talk is a new way to create with all the music that you love. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's from music analysis, your own radio show, a hosted playlist, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something the world's never heard before. You can do it with Anchor Music Plus Talk. Anchor will even help publish your show on Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Got an idea for a Music Plus Talk show? Just head over to anchor.com fm slash music plus talk. That's anchor.fm slash m-u-s-i-c-p-l-u-s-t-a-l-k to sign up for Anchor and make your own Music Plus Talk show for free. My name is Bob the Drag Queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. Fair, it's never gonna be in sync because we're not next to each other or in the same room. I know, but but let's just trick. I was confused as when to clap. All right. Okay. Second. Let's try one clap. more clap. One, two, three. That's too slow too. Why are you doing this so slow? No one is. What are you doing, bitch? What are you talking about? I would do one, two, three, clap. Y'all are going one, two, three. Class. So it's just like it's just temp it's just tempo, whatever. All right, we can do whatever, whatever. All right, I'll do it. Ready? One. Jesus. Two. Three. Now you're being extra. <laughs> now you're being now you're doing the most. Now you're just doing like the most ridiculous thing. Oh my god. One, two, three. Jesus Christ! I you are. Was great. You are so. 
I don't even have words for you, girl. I thought my collapse late was was really great, actually. And I'm, I, I recorded all that. I'm keeping all that. I'm in. recording. I'm mine is recorded too. Jacob, leave all that in. And, this, and this mine bitch, is recorded too. This bitch is fucking on one today. Y'all. You think I'm a bitch? Here we go. So you think I'm a bitch? Wow. No, you're not a bitch. You're this bitch. Why? Exactly. I'm that bitch, honey. Um, so we're doing um, some Patreon questions. You know, I have a song. I'm not finished speaking. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, um, Mr. Vi- Mr. Pre- Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm speaking. You know, I have a song coming out called I'm Not That Girl, But I'm Still That Bitch. You told me. I'm very excited. And I heard who you're collabing with, so it's really exciting. Oh, okay. What? What? What, what was that? Like what was that? I, I don't even know what their response was. What was that? There wasn't anything. Uh, okay. <laughs> Did you see? I want you. Do you, have you seen um, a few episodes ago? The patrons, the well, not the patrons only, but our listeners are dragging you. They're like, Bob, you're wrong. Everyone from New York talks like that. What are you talking about? Talks like what? What are you talking that? about? What, what are you talking about? And the one about New York, you went on this whole thing about how people only in Brooklyn spoke a certain way. And literally everyone in the, in the comments was like, no, that's not true. Which okay. is what I said. Well, I the question. Every- do you know what, when do you, do you know what the word literally means? Yes. Use Bob. Use. What do you mean? Do you know what the word literally means? I do know what literally means. Oh, interesting. Because you literally just use it wrong. No, don't try to deflect. Let's go back to the thing they said. That also, was where is the, I would love to see this. Can we bring up this thing where everyone in the comments is saying that I was wrong? Because what, what everyone in the comments is saying recently is the one about Halloween. Everyone's going on about how you fully made up the entire. No, that was you. Uh, that was no, you. that was you. I, you said Halloween was made up. I said I think Halloween is like a pagan thing, and you said no, it's made up in America. I did okay, not yeah, say I, that. I, I, yes, I did say that. But then they yeah, also, and everyone said, bitch, "Bitch, you're wrong." So that was not also, me. I did not. They say also that. they also dragged you in that same episode, my, Miss Mama, Miss Girl, Miss Honey, Miss Sweetie Pie, so talking I'm, about oh, so I'm, I'm talking about no about New York. Uh huh. Wait, no, wait, hold on. Now, no, now we're going back to the Halloween one. It's the Halloween one. You swore up and down that Tim Burton did Coraline, and they were like, no, Bob. You okay, I did not shit. swear, but all I said was, I, I literally said one time Tim Burton's Coraline. I did not drag on and on. I did not go on and on about how I swear. All I said was, oh, yeah, Tim Burton did Coraline. You act like you had, you act like you stood up for Coraline and said that it wasn't Tim Burton. <laughs> you, you rode right along with me. You was ride or die on that one, bitch. You was not ride or up. fucking die. You said stood up for Coraline. I'm so done with you. You're so silly. <laughs> but I don't. I'm look. I, I don't see any of these comments. Oh wait. Well, I found one. No, never mind. I don't see any comments. But about, okay, there, we found one with only four likes on it. As a Dominican raised in Harlem, still in Harlem, the Dominicans in Washington Heights do talk like that. Uh, we say mad, dead ass, and all that. So I have scrolled for quite a few, and I finally found one. So, wh- wh- where is everyone? Okay, here's one more. I'm looking now, right now. Now, now we literally have to highlight them. I'm from Washington no, Heights, true. and they definitely say mad and ODing. And here's another one. I've lived in Harlem, the Heights, and the Boogie Down Bronx. The people who are used raised here say mad, dead, that's an ODing. you got to be raised here. That's literally what I said in the podcast, by the I have way. Found yeah. t- I found three comments. You said everyone is saying I found three. Okay, you said well, everyone. Literally, literally, literally everyone. Literal my fucking balls. Man. But a bunch of folks were being like, um, you just made up the history of Halloween. You took away all that from pagans. How dare you? That's not a bunch of people. And the same people are talking about you and Coraline. Literally, the whole thing is you lying on Tim Burton, making shit up about Tim. Well, all, all, I'm, all, all I'm saying is... All I'm saying is that you're wrong. All I'm saying is, you know, I find that very interesting. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> speaking of interesting things, we have not done a Patreon Q&A for a while, and we have yeah. a lot more patrons now than we had last time we did this. By the way, Monet, we passed Willem on Patreon. Remember when I, we found out how many patrons, um, how, how many patrons Willem had, and we were like, "Ugh, we'll never get there," and we were fully past them. That's wild. Um, <laughs> I just went. I just did a video with Willem uh, where I did her makeup, and she is wild. Wild? How? Willem, you don't know how Willem's wild, girl. She's wild. Yeah, but you want to like elaborate a little more? You know, Willem's always like up to like she's just so nutty. Like she just. She just is so open about like, she's like, yeah, girl, I just got, I just swallowed a big load of, of fat nut right before I got here. So that's probably why my <laughs> breath smells like that. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, go um, off, sis. Let's jump into the questions, Bob. I'm going to read one. This is from Michael Welser. Um, is your sibling rivalry tour? Oh, no, okay. Well, let's not go there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? His question was, is your sibling rivalry tour coming to Phoenix, Arizona, bitch? We don't, we, we need to, we, let's not. Girl, the sibling, the sibling rivalry tour has not even left, off, has not even taken off the ground. We have not, we've only been, we have made it all the way from Brooklyn to Manhattan. Right. <laughs> that is as and, far as we've made it. Yeah. Okay, I'll read. Okay, here we go. I, I, I found one. From Jalen RC. Um, what were your first impressions of each other? Um, my first impression was Bob was that well, I saw him perform the first time seeing ever seeing him like you know do anything. I was like, wow, he's like a really, really, really good performer because his number was really dope and really creative, and it was just like really. I was like, wow, this person is really talented at performing. I mean, my first impression of Monet was um, Monet was uh, like like literally like one class behind me in school. Basically, like if I was if I was a a sophomore she was a freshman and uh it was monet and like jasmine rice and the first time that monet really came into my consciousness her and Mo jasmine were pulling this stunt where they were acting like they were dating we were not jasmine was not saying we jasmine well you you right. you didn't say you weren't let's just put it that way did you J ask me Jasmine could be like y'all are and then Thursday would be like are y'all two dating and then Jasmine would not and you wouldn't say anything you were sitting right next did to her did you ask me I did not ask you but you were sitting right so? next to her and Thursday would ask you to and then Jasmine would put her hand on your thigh and respond and then you you were you were co-signing her bullshit so I, I kept was not co-signing so then I was thinking oh wow this is this queen dating um her name was not Jasmine at the time her name was Kim Chi Chi um uh -huh. And Let's I was talk about how Jasmine changed her name because Kim Chi got on Drag Race, and then she changed it five times, five more times. Leontine <laughs> Rice, um, uh, made in China, Chinky Car Crash, um, yeah. a million. Anyway, um, Shamulan, um, <laughs> and then I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, they're 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 just making this up." And I remember thinking to myself, "I think this queen might be messy." Who, like me this, or Jasmine, you and Jasmine. I was like, that, I was like, that is so messy. Why are they acting like they were dating? That's so weird. I, it was stop saying they. It was Jasmine. You did not say you. Okay, I will say this. You did not say you weren't dating. When when Jasmine was leading everyone to believe you were dating, you didn't do anything to dispel that rumor. So therefore, I thought you were dating. Mm, interesting. Just just like just like Trump hasn't disavowed white supremacy. I don't know that he has not disavowed it as of yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying, but anyway, I kept being like, "This girl's kind of messy," and um, and I remember thinking that you, I remember thinking you were kind of a messy queen until I saw you do, um, 
Okay, until, messy in terms of what? Like sloppy, like well, bad? I thought, you were, like, I thought you were messy for two. One, you were messy because like you you were you and Jasmine were doing this like shenanigan where you were, where, where Jasmine was acting like you were dating. You weren't saying no. And then I thought that you were messy because you used to glue feathers to your shoes. <laughs> and I thought that your feet looked massive. And I was like, why is she gluing feathers to these wedges? You had these, these cork wedges with feathers glued all to them. And I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Not Monet doing the feather runway before the feather runway was even a thing on Drag Race. <laughs> um, it was not. Me- I'm gonna post a picture to Patreon. It was not messy. It actually looked pretty cool, and I still have the picture because I was so proud of that. I, I have like the the isolated pictures like in my camera phone, like all the way. If you I like back. I like most of the things about the outfit, minus the feathers and the shoes, because it made your feet look massive. But I remember becoming a big. Like, I remember thinking like, oh my god, this queen's really fierce. After. Um, watching you do so you so you think you can drag and that's when you and i started hanging out yeah okay so that, i had a couple of impressions <laughs> like like monet's matches is full of impressions <laughs> pick a question before do you listen to any other podcasts i listen to the most boring ass white fucking i listen to this american oh. life which is a great podcast it's just mm-hmm. like you know a, a liberal um like middle-aged person podcast that tells really great stories uh there's one called nice white parents which is about how white people have affected um the uh, how what how white parents have negatively impacted the school system in new york city one specific oh, school. really yes yeah, really great school about how white parents have negatively negatively impacted one specific school in new york city and oh. I remember thinking to myself, wow, this is a really, it's like six episodes. It's a really, really good podcast. Okay. How about um, you? I, I listen to The View um, because I don't Wait, The View has a podcast? That. Yeah. They have a podcast? Yeah, it's literally just the episode. They just put the episode on podcast. I need to know that. Yeah, it's great. I listen to that. I also love, um, uh, I love Amanda Seals' Small Doses. I, y'all, y'all know I'm a big Amanda Seals fan. I think she's really brilliant. I think she's really smart. She just, Amanda Seals just always has really interesting and smart takes about current political stuff and just stuff about blackness. I've been, I've been in the search for like a really, I, I said this to you before, like a black educational podcast. I really wish that was out there, like a black podcast that spoke well, I'm, about. I'm sure it exists, but otherwise you gotta I'm sure it does exist, in the world, but, you know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I posted about it on my Twitter and I got like a lot of, uh, um, um, Podcasts that people recommended, but not anything that what I was looking for. So well, I, maybe that's I, you asked me a question to. a while back about uh, being white people and people who happen to be white. You asked me that question, then I, and for whatever reason I didn't answer. I think we were busy or getting in the car. I don't know what it was. What, what, what did I ask you? What do I think about Amanda Seals' concept of white people and people uh, who happen uh, to be uh, white? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think that I don't believe in. That. I think they're just white people. I don't believe in spicy white people. I believe they're just white people. And I don't know that I believe in this concept of, like, some people just happen to be white. Those are called white people. Well, I think I think what and what she's saying is that the people who happen to be white are people who are who are actively combating their whiteness in terms of um, sociopolitical reasons and people who 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 don't use their whiteness as like um, um, uh token uh that they're like better than she's like saying that people happen to be white are people who agree that racism is a thing and they call it out and they shout it out and they're not like complicit 
to, to, for lack of a better word, in their whiteness. I think I get the idea of what she's saying, but it also sounds like giving extra credit for meeting the most basic foundations of human decency. I don't think it's extra credit. I just think it's just differentiating the two because honestly, I will agree. When I meet racist ass white people, they're different than people who are white allies. People like people like uh, 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 Ben Strothman and people like who are be like, "Fuck this white systemic shit!" Like we need to like liberate everyone. You know what I mean? I th- those yeah, are two very are... different people for me and two very yeah. different experiences I have with those uh, with with those two different white people. No, I certainly understand what she's saying but the phrase like white people and people having to be white that just doesn't make that just doesn't make sense to me audibly when i hear it i'm like i don't know what you i don't get what you're trying to say like i i I, I think what you're saying is like problematic white people and then like white people for the cause right right yeah Yeah. basically apartments.com has helped millions of renters and could help you find your perfect place Yep, I know perfect is a very tall order. I know, okay? But if you're looking for an apartment or a condo or a townhome or a townhouse even, Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find it. Use filters and saved searches to narrow down rental listings and find exactly the place for you. You can even set up alerts to get notified as places become available. So, fashionistas, get your closet spaces ready, darling. Or an in-unit washer and dryer? My God. God, sun lovers, we can help you find as much natural light as your spirit and your little heart desires. If you're working from home, you can have an area for your home office, an extra bathroom, a balcony, central heating and air, or a dishwasher in the kit. Girl, whatever happens to be right for you, this is the place to find it. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started now, back I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were ever eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls was started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they serve millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. 
Are you feeling victimized by lash glue? Yeah, me too. Get Instagram's hottest makeup brand into your makeup bag and never have to struggle with glue again. Glamnetic six magnetic lashes are one of a kind and made to stay on all day and apply in seconds. Lash glue doesn't stand a chance in comparison. I'm obsessed with these lashes and you will be too. Glamnetic lashes take under a minute to apply and with no toxic glue and no struggle. Up to 60 uses per lash, so they are more eco-friendly and wallet-friendly. Glamnetics has over 75 styles for your perfect fit, from natural to full-on glam. Get a different lash for every mood and occasion. There's a 100% money-back guarantee, and they have expedited shipping with free shipping to the US and Canada for orders that are over $30. Now go find out for yourself why Glamnetic lashes are Instagram's favorite beauty hack. Go to glamnetic.com slash and enter our promo code RIVALRY for 30% off your order. The code is only available to our listeners. That's glamnetic.com slash rivalry and enter our promo code RIVALRY at checkout for 30% off. I promise you guys, these lashes literally apply themselves. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? Listen, for me, sometimes being in the public eye can be uh, difficult with everybody commenting and tweeting their opinions about you out of nowhere. And it's really helpful to have a space to process and move past everything that's happening. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broader range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as you do with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com rivalry. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Sibling Rivalry listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Rivalry. I've been trying to decorate my house and it is exhausting. When I heard that PaintYourLife.com would turn any photo of mine into a beautiful painting, I thought, what a great idea. But it must be so expensive. Paint Your Life paintings are truly affordable and the quality is amazing. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try PaintYourLife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. Send any picture of yourself, your children, your family, a special place, or even a cherished pet. Or combine all the photos into one painting. They're meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. I was blown away by the quality of the painting I got. It's a giant photo of me from my drag lab, and I look gorgeous. At PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love your final painting, the money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, you get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word sibling to 64,000. That's sibling to 64,000. That's sibling to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms and apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text sibling to 64,000. 
Um, all right, pick a question. Oh. Oh, we talked about that before. Oh, if you guys had to body swap with another celebrity, who would it be and why? Oh, that's an interesting question. If I had to body swap with another celebrity, I honestly, I don't think, I can't think of a, a celebrity that has all the things that I want that I wouldn't want to body swap with. And this is why Rihanna don't invite you nowhere. Oh, I mean, but Rihanna Rihanna don't invite you nowhere, Mona. (laughs) Rihanna has huge breasts. I don't want huge breasts. I don't want to walk around with big old titties. So you think Rihanna's titties are ugly? (laughs) Say it it now. (laughs) Rihanna listens to this podcast. She's a patron. I can't think of... If Rihanna was one of our fucking patrons, I would fucking literally... I would fucking die. Like, I would die. Me in, me in the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I can't think of a celebrity that has, like, the right amount of thickness and, like, small ways and still, like, a little, like, you know, a little a little chest meat to make, like, night to, to, to push together to make your outfits look fair. Like, I can't think of a celebrity that falls in line with that for me. What about well, you? Well, for me, if I could body swap with one celebrity just for a day, I would body swap as Beyonce and just go around doing a bunch of shit Beyonce would never do and, like, make people's day, confuse people for life. People would be like... Okay, 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 okay. Are you... See, we're... See, that's it the said thing. just like, a day. Oh, so you mean, like, like a full... Like, like you would be Beyonce, like, in the face and everything. I thought it meant just, like, a body, like, you know, like... No, it's like Freaky Friday status. Oh, 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 Rihanna, bitch, Rih- yes, Rih- yeah, and, and that word, Bob is right. I would fucking be Rihanna, bitch, yes, well, e- easily, 100%. Beyonce, that's a good one, too. Imagine the things I could do if I was Beyonce, and folks would be like, <laughs> you know Beyonce was in West Hollywood, um, <laughs> like, at the fucking Whole Foods, twerking on some asparagus? No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. I'm telling you, she was. And also, I want to find out what it's up with the rumors about Jay Z's. <laughs> what do you, do you think? They, okay, do you think Jay Z has a big dick? I think that's Jay-Z the rumor. Is like the rumor is that it's like insane. Really? Yes. I Jay Z looks like someone with like an adequate like seven, maybe seven and a half inches. No, the rumors are that is insane. One girl. Who are these? Who are these rumors by? This is like a groupies from the internet who hooked up with Jay Z. Oh. Do you know you know all of Ariana Grande's past boyfriends have big ass dick because they've been licked. Big Sean's dick was online. Is a big ass dick. Apparently, Pete, what's his name? Pete Wentz. Who who Pete, who who's that? Oh, Pete Wentz is from Fallout Boy. You talk about Pete Davidson from SNL. Pete, apparently, Pete Davidson, the rumors are that he had a big ass dick. And um the guy she was dating before uh uh Big Sean, it was somebody else. And he his shit leaks and he had a big so Ariana is is busting on that meat. Listen, you know, b- bust it down, bust down, um, Ariana, bust down, Ariana. <laughs> I want to see, see you bust down. Um, let me see. I'm gonna pick me a little question. What album and or a song can you? This is from uh, Sade to it. Um, what or uh, what album or song can you listen to that always makes you happy? What album oh. or song do you listen to that, that you, when you want a, a good cry? Um, you want to go first? I really love um, The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. It's just probably one of my favorite albums of all time. It is a brilliant album. It's the first album I ever purchased with my own money. So maybe I'm like on cassette. So maybe I'm uh, a little bit biased for that reason. But also it's just a genuine, like The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill is just a fucking great, great album. Yeah. 
So I, I'm gonna say that um, the message and also a great album. If you want a good cry, Sam Smith has some great. Sam Smith's um, uh, not not most recent album. I've not listened to their most recent recent album, but um, Sam Smith's album uh, right before this last album, which is called um, which is called The Thrill of It All, is really really great. Um, for me, one of my favorite albums of all time is Brandy Never Say Never. I remember listening to the album and like it just has great songs. Put down on everything. Have you ever? Um, almost doesn't count. Uh, everything. So it's a, it's that's one of my albums I used to listen to as a kid when I was like nine, eight years old. And like listen, literally listen to it on my little Walkman. I mean my CD player, the little blues. You remember when, with a CD player you had to, you had to hold like a pizza so it wouldn't skip. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had to walk on your tiptoes. <laughs> oh girl. And then I had like the blue psychedelic one with like those green buttons and I'll listen to but one album I can listen to from beginning to end and I honestly think it is one of the best albums of the 2010s era. I genuinely believe so. I'm not just saying because I like her as an artist, but SZA's um, Control album, from be- I can listen to it from beginning to end, listening to every song and the storytelling and the way that she sings about the stories. It is, to me, one of the greatest albums I've ever heard in my life. Well, that's how I feel about The Blueprint by Jay-Z. It's just a really great album. And I feel that way about Collision Course um, with Jay-Z and Linkin Park. Um, mm. or, anyway, I, I didn't realize I was a big Jay-Z fan. Work. Uh, yeah. Um, what's that song, um, The Story of OJ? That's a great song. Yeah, it's great. Now, we have Jasmine Rice La Hua Hua. <laughs> Jasmine, how are you? I'm good. How are y'all? Great. What's girl? These titties. You remember you had those old titties that were like torpedoes, and now you have these beach balls on your. <laughs> che- this is insane. Yeah. I thought you didn't like the cones. That's why I got the beach balls. <laughs> they're just no. They're just, just so big. They're, these. I will say these do. I do like these more than the cones. They. They. These look more like the shape of boobs. But this is. You look like a cock destroyer. <laughs> no goals in life. You also have the tiny ways, and you have these, like, really uh, wide, pointy hips. You better work, girl. Thank you. Um, now, I, w- I want to talk about uh, you and Monet. Wait, for those of you guys, for, 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 those of, uh, for those of y'all who don't know who Jasmine Rice is, she is a New York City um, nightlife queen. She is uh, one of the premier queens of New York City. The Title holder. Title holder, Miss Con- not Miss Congeniality, Miss Continental. Definitely uh, not Miss Congeniality. If you want to see a, a, the antithesis of Miss Congeniality, <laughs> go look back when Jasmine Rice loses a pageant. Girl! <laughs> The antithesis of congenial, of congenial, honey. <laughs> um, Bob has this weird. Bob, tell Jasmine your your memories of our first meetings and goings on. So, do you remember back at Saliva when you and Monet used to act like y'all were dating? What? Say that again. Back at Saliva, you there was this thing where you and Monet were acting like you were dating each other. That is not true. I have no idea what you're talking about. Monet, Monet, okay, this is why Monet's bullshit, because Monet just acknowledged a while ago that it was happening, and now she's acting like it didn't. Monet, you are the fakest-ass, lying-ass hoe I've met in my entire life. You phony as fucking Donald Trump spray tan. You got some goddamn nerve. So now you're not going to, now neither one of y'all niggas is going to acknowledge that that y'all with this whole thing where y'all were acting like y'all were dating. <laughs> and y'all laughing because y'all know it's true. Y'all some gaslighting ass motherfuckers trying to get my fucking pilot lit up in here, and you laughing because you know you lying. 
<laughs> Y'all are so childish. I don't know what you're about. Why were we acting like? Why couldn't we have been dating? Why were, so then, why Monet. Were so, so, Monet, what were you yeah, reading too early? So, Monet, so, oh, wait. So, were you dating or were you acting? Which one was it? <laughs> I don't Okay. Dad and I, we used to hang out a lot. I think you assumed that we were dating, but no one's confirmed that for you. Y'all are, y'all, Monet, why don't you stop being vague and talk about what the fuck, what, what was going on? Jazz and I used to hang out, and I think a lot of you guys, like Thorgy Thor, I think. And, and then Thorgy on the microphone said, are you two dating now? And then Jasmine put her hands on your leg and was, like, smiling and nodding. And uh, then Thorgy's like, oh, my God. You're adding the nodding. You're adding the nodding. You're adding the nodding. You were, you were literally just going to say, she so put what her happened hand then, on my leg So smiled. what happened? What happened then, Monet? Tell me what happened. I don't remember that. That was literally in 2012. I don't remember that night. Y- y'all are y'all some lying ass phony fucking. Now, let me tell you right now. If you are on this, if you are listening to this podcast, don't ever date anybody who studies opera because these motherfuckers is crazy as hell. <laughs> no, I think you are crazy as hell making these stories up about people and putting just because just your operas be full. Listen, just because your operas be full of fantasies, real life's not full of fantasies. Okay, no one's gonna give you a dagger to stab your fucking um, mom or dad. This is not. This is no marriage of Figaro bullshit. This is the real <laughs> deadness. First of all, marriage of Figaro is an opera comiche. There ain't no fucking tragedy of killing your Hello. Hello. I'm talking about Thank the comedy you. of errors. So, I've, I've, I've seen the marriage of Figaro. Now, you know, Monet was in the marriage, Monet was in the marriage of Nicaro. <laughs> <laughs> the marriage of what? Your phone cut off right at the punch of your said Nicaro. <laughs> Oh my god, that is inappropriate, Bob. We have a guest. Oh that my would be god, so funny. the marriage of Nigaro. Monet, could you write that? Nigaro, 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 Nigaro. Oh my god, Nigaro. Bob, you actually sound. You actually sound kind of good singing that. Didn't you just sound kind of good? Yeah, you just sound good. There was no vocal fry or vocal notes or anything. That is yeah, it sounded so great. Funny. Oh, I can I can do this little voice when I make my voice sound better. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. I'm not I'm not gonna hold you. That sounds good. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, I could have been your little classmate. <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> No, not um, well, oh, oh, at Westminster. I could, I definitely could have gotten to Westminster. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to Jasmine. I was talking to you, Monet. <laughs> no, but I think what Monet is saying, right, is like we used to hang out all the time. Every single, every single time that we went out or we were sitting together in New York City nightlife, we were always together. We would always go to the diner together. Mm-hmm. We would always come together. So people just assume that when they asked us, we just... You guys can come together? That takes practice. Now, the question is, but do you or do you not remember when Thorgy asked you on the mic if you two were dating? And then Jasmine nodded her head, yes. I think I just had, like, a, a heavy wig, and I was just swaying back and forth. <laughs> I don't think... Because Jasmine don't drink, so I know you went drunk, and I know you remember every second of your life because you don't do none of that goofy shit. 
You are sober oh, as October. You love to shame people who drink and do drugs or whatever. That's so rude. Money, the shame you feel is the shame you've bought on yourself. Me and Jasmine. No, are you, literally, you literally you literally were like shame, you literally was like you literally were like you don't drink or do that goofy shit. That's rude. Money, if you get drunk and drive home to Brooklyn and take out a couple of cars <laughs> on the way and you feel bad about it, then ain't got shit through with me and Jasmine. Not drinking. <laughs> now, I really Jasmine. don't know how Money did that back in the day. <laughs> See, I, I was got young and dumb. Witness. Thank you for another witness in the house. Um, I was young and dumb. All right, let's 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 do let's do one more question real quick, Mo, and and Jasmine can answer too. Okay, work. Um, if you have if this is from Robert Munoz, if you had the opportunity to create a create and host a drag television competition show, what would you do? I oh, I, Bob and I already spoke about this, and I I don't want to say, it, but I mean, our our patrons are pretty trustworthy. It, yeah. We want to do something called like Queer House, where it's like a big brother, but for queer people only. So we want trans persons. We want uh, the really annoying young Twinkie gay. We want an older, wiser, old, like 60, 70 year old gay. We want like a fierce lesbian. We want we want it to be just be queer people. But I think that that would be so much more interesting than watching these stupid fucking straight people on TV. I genuinely think so. Not stupid. Wow. You know stupid fucking straight people listen to this podcast, Mona. That's all right. Listen, not all straight people are, are, are created equal. There, there are straight people and people who happen to be straight. <laughs> <laughs> I think a queer house, calling it like a queer house, Big Brother type show, will be so fucking great. What do you think, Jasmine? Do, do you have any ideas for uh, shows like a, a, a drag television show you would do? Mine is actually very similar to Monet, but I want Drag Race to be more like Big Brother. All the girls in one house... They are Ugh. filmed 24-7, and they have challenges. That sounds like a nightmare. None of the untucked shit, none of, like, that that crazy stuff. I want 24-7, unfiltered. Like, can you imagine you, me, Monet, like, you know, Rosé, Candy Muse, like, all in one house? We would rip each other's throat out. It would be, it would be a lot. Not you naming two drag queens I barely know. <laughs> <laughs> like that would that like we would go fucking insane and i think that would be i mean dude, drag queens are crazy i do know do you not agree drag queens yeah now if it was me you tina burner shaquita keija car monet oh my jackie God. jackie beat crazy ass vicky vox vicky girl this house would be upside down um <laughs> uh, yeah well, what about you Bob? what do you think it should be um the next competition show um i feel it, it, didn't, it didn't say necessarily competition it said drag television show. oh drag television show competition oh, television. oh it, it, it does say competition i would i actually wanted to not necessarily be about drag but i wanted to be like the next queer music icon like i love the idea of like who's the next kevin aviance who's the next uh what's that kid the kid's name who has a song about bottoming troy savant uh... who's the next um uh, what's what's her name? The uh, the trans girl Kim from Petras. Sweden, Kim Petras. Um, who's the next? Who's the next one of those? You know what I mean? Mm, okay, I like that. Well, we didn't even come close to answering all these questions. This is the this is the wildest, messiest podcast we've done since the beginning days. Here, here's a question from Bella. This is interesting. I don't even know what the, I don't even know what I'm getting into. Monet, do you remember that one time when you came to Connecticut to perform at a brunch show for a short privileged promoter? It was right before season 10. I pseudo met you in the back uh -huh. room as I was walking in to change to compete in an amateur drag thing. You saw me without even look and without even looking up from gathering your uh, scony. You said, oh, 
must be Disney themed. Very unimpressed. You continued counting your tips. I was fully decked out in red and white polka dot dress, yellow pumps, and white gloves. So my question is, do you think I was mildly pretty? P.S. I came in second place after changing into the cheat my cheetah girls performance look. I don't remember. I mean, I remember this sounds like the Dixie show. Dixie Normas. Yeah, I know Dixie Normas, yeah. Um, but I don't remember when I did it, there was no there was never an amateur show. This person sounds like they are um this does not sound like something I would say. If someone asked me a question, I, w- I would not. First of all, I never, I, for, you know this, I always dump my money in my thing. Bob used to make me count my money at the gig. I'd always dump I my money. I made you get a bill gig. counter. I made you get William counter. Right. I, anytime when Bob was not around, I would literally just dump my money in my bag and zip in my bag and count when I got home. Um, so this does not sound like something I did, but nice try, sweetie. So you, you think this person who subscribes to our Patreon who gives money is lying? Right. Yes, because it does not sound like I literally not sound like something I would ever do. Wow, you think Bella Bella? Let me look up Bella Deledho, who you think is lying. Why well, can't I believe you would call this person a liar on this show? You really, you, you why you call us a liar for not dating? Thank you. Well, y'all did lie, and, and, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I, by, the, by the way, I'm actually currently working on getting um, Thorgy to confirm that y'all are some lying assholes. And once I do, <laughs> me and Thorgy gonna do a private podcast where we talk about y'all and all y'all shit. I see it. And what does what does pseudo met you mean? I think what she's saying was she tried to meet you and then you you couldn't be bothered to look up for your money, which is obviously the most important thing in your life. When she <laughs> wanted to give you a compliment and say something nice to you, and then you said, mm, "Must be this Disney person, themed." This person is literally. This is not true. This yeah, I cannot imagine. All I'm saying is we have two stories like this now, and you keep saying like there all these allegations keep coming out against you. You remember your number Bob, one fan? We have like thirty stories about you being a a, a fucking um, literally, literally not one. There is that is Bob. That is where. not true. I, I will give you the rest of the year until 2021 to find one story about me. Bob, we have all Bob, the stories we from have, DragCon, all oh the from DragCon Bob, about Monet being a monster. We have a constant times of people said I have. Bob, he didn't even smile. He just gave it. And you, where? And you where? Said, Find and one. You, where? And Bob, Bob, you corroborate. You corroborate saying like, yeah, I don't smile. That just you always say. Literally, okay, the Jasmine. Do, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go Jasmine ahead. can corroborate. Did Jasmine say? Does not Bob say all the time? Yeah, I don't smile. That's just my face. That the is difference literally your someone tagline. Saying, I met Bob and Bob didn't smile versus saying I met Monet. She shaded me on the way to the bathroom. She didn't even look up at me. <laughs> I was at Dragon. She looked over it. Bob was having fun and Monet was sitting there looking stank as hell. Now, the difference between saying Bob didn't smile at me (laughs) and the detailed stories of being like Monet was as mean to me as a person can be mean to someone. You were you were the original Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen learned from you. (laughs) That Ellen was at DragCon UK taking notes. (laughs) No, now we we we're gonna have to have Bella Della Dejo on the podcast because this is a lying ass hoe. Oh, you gonna call her lie to her face? Yes. Wow, Nini. Wow. That just literally just not. I would literally never do that. All I'm saying is this sounds a lot like the story from your number one fan, which also sounds a lot like the stories from DragCon UK. Are they all lying? Also, Beyonce on the new Vogue. You better change the subject. You better change the no, I subject. Just, well, no, I just I just opened Instagram to look up this the person's thing, and that was the first thing that popped up. Beyonce looks incredible. She does. Now, answer the question: Are all the people lying, or just some of them lying? I just want to know. Yeah, they're all lying. I found Bella Dejo. So, so I was a mean, nasty bitch to, the, to Bella Dejo. She subscribes to my Patreon. She follows me on Instagram. 
And but if I'm just this big nasty bitch, so do I, you think that she might be following because she likes Bob the drag queen? <laughs> following me? No, she she, not, she she no she wait, just has a Patreon. Let's see, let's see if the, the, the gag is Bella don't even follow you. That shit will. She doesn't even follow you. Yeah. Well, maybe she just maybe she just likes being punished and bullied by you. I can't. This is a get. We're we're gonna talk. Should we, should we do a, a private Patreon where you, just you and you and her do y'all's own interview together? <laughs> it's gonna be okay. it's gonna be like uh, Tyra Banks versus uh, Naomi Campbell. <laughs> There's nothing more personal than your health. So when it comes to finding the right nutrition supplement to meet your fitness goals, you need a personalized approach. Thankfully, now there's Gainful, the personalized nutrition system that's formulated for your body and goals. Gainful gives you peace of mind that your protein, hydration, and pre-workout supplement contain the finest ingredients specifically for you. Get started by taking the five-minute Gainful quiz. Gainful considers your dietary needs, goals, and unique physiology to personalize your formula. Gainful delivers your supplements with no shipping charge every single month. You can cancel anytime or adapt your plan as needed. All Gainful products are formulated by their on-staff registered dietitians and are backed by pro-level exercise scientists on their science advisory board. My favorite thing they sent me is a Flavor Boost Friday Pack. It's a small little package you can carry with you and quickly add it to any drink for a protein boost. It comes in seven flavors and every single one of them slaps. My favorite is uh, cookies and cream and I also like uh, rich chocolate because it describes me, rich chocolate honey. Every Gainful customer gets complimentary one-on-one -on -one access to their own registered dietitian available anytime to answer your questions. Gainful's rigorous quality control process ensures that your supplements have clean ingredients you can pronounce, along with zero artificial flavors, colors, or sweeteners. Start your personalized fitness journey today with Gainful. To get $20 off your personalized supplements, go to Gainful.com rivalry. That's Gainful.com rivalry for $20 off. Gainful personalized nutrition made for your taste. Everything I do for my cat is rooted in love, even when this thing is testing my patience. I always want what's best for her. For example, love is letting my cat sleep in my lap when I really need to get up. Love is accepting my furniture will never be clawproof. <laughs> love is opening the door to let my cat in and out 39,000 times a day. That's an accurate count. Love is also keeping tabs on my cat's health because nothing is more important than their health and well-being. That's why I use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter is the most advanced litter I have ever seen, ladies and gentlemen. It changes colors to help detect early signs of potential illnesses, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. Cats love hiding illnesses and having a pretty litter. Cat health issues is fierce. Litter box cleanup is also easier with Pretty Litter. It's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly and lasts up to a month. Plus, Pretty Litter is safer for your cat and for the whole household. Many conventional litters contain irritants that can aggravate allergies and asthma, but Pretty Litter's superb light crystals minimize mess and dust. And Pretty Litter arrives safely at Chiyoto in a small lightweight bag. Shipping is free and I never have to worry about storing bulky containers or lugging a heavy bag through the LA summer heat. Ugh. Jesus, gross. Love is putting your cat's health first with Pretty Litter. Do what I did and make the switch today by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code RIVALRY for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY for 20% off. 
prettylitter.com, promo code RIVALRY. Um, let me should do like at least two more questions. We have we have like five thousand questions. We've answered literally none of them. A favorite show of twenty twenty. Ooh, Handmaid's Tale. I just I know I'm late. I know I know I know. I just watched Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Not when I'm picking a show from nineteen ninety six. It's really good though, and it, honestly, it was the right time to watch that shit with everything going on. What about you? The boys, the boys. The oh yeah, boys, the, boys. The, boys. the boys. This show is so fucking good. I could not. I could not even. It will make you so uncomfortable. It will make you so uncomfortable. You have to watch the boys. Um, what does that? What does that? Do you have a favorite show you're currently watching? What did I like watching? I like watching Ratchet. I like Emily in Paris because I'm a teen girl at heart. Um, I also liked Bly's Manor. That was good. Oh my! Um, I I watched literally the last like 30 minutes of Bly's Manor, and I was so confused. I came in, my roommate was watching Bly's Manor. I was like, I have 30 minutes left. I was like, girl, go watch. I'll just use my phone. I was so fucking confused. I'm not going to ruin it. Actually, I don't think I could ruin it because I genuinely don't know what was happening. Lives matter? Lives matter. The, the haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, 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 got it. Um, okay, Monet, uh, why, uh, this is from um, Sedavian. Why doesn't Monet want to live with Bob? The amount of black excellence and coins that could come out of that venture is in, is unbelievable. Yeah, also lives will be lost. <laughs> Hello? No, I, Hello. I, I, what, are you going to kill me, Monet? Is that what you're saying? We talked about it. I, I have a plan to kill you. Well, everyone also agreed that my plan was way better than yours. Cause, yeah, because you're fucking psychotic. It's just that I'm better at planning. Um, I just don't... Uh, I don't know. Uh, I just don't want to live... I just don't have plans to live with anyone. I don't plan to live with anyone. I don't want that in my life. I'm, I'm glad you simple as that. gave this question a lot of consider Monet. Um... Mood. <laughs> oh my god, mood. Um, I have another one. I have another one. I just saw it and I lost it. Well, I have one. This says, um, "Do you ladies stand cupcake?" This is from. Do you do you listen to Cupcake Monet? I do. I was like a very deep cupcake cupcake listener. I had a few of the hits like Deep Throat and um and some of the her other songs, but I didn't like I wasn't heavy into cupcake. And I like her. I think she's a dope lyricist and I thought she was really cool. I like that. I I, I think with a, like a lot of female artists like says uh like Jenna Aiko who has also been around for for a bit since 2009. But um it's like a lot of like dope women's empowerment. Very like Lil Kim and these like people who would rap and sing about what they want to rap about, about sucking dick, about doing what they wanted and being side pieces and being uh, the other woman. Like, I, I love that they own that shit and they, like, make leery, like really deep lyrics to it. All I have to say is this. Hey! Oh! Uh! 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 If you do not listen to her song, Discounts, you are missing out in your life. Discounts is Cupcake's best fucking song that she's ever done i passed the gas it's so good because i got discounts on discounts if you think that i'm soft and it's that big discount bitch i can have your shit off all right what's your next question mo uh, <laughs> which queens are the most problematic to work with and you'd rather not have to share the same air with them sharing needles sharing needles sharing needles i agree with that Sharon hands down sharing needles as fuck she's sharing needles she, yeah yeah how about you uh jasmine new york city wise which oh, queen oh that's good which queen is the most problematic new york city queen to work with jasmine 
Sherry pie. <laughs> I mean, well, good answer. I mean, <laughs> look, look, look I Steve Harvey. Mean. Steve Harvey survey says number one answer. <laughs> number one answer, Jasmine. That's the number one answer. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think she's even in New York anymore. Is she still in there? I have no idea. I have no, I have no idea. But should I call her right now? You should. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Bob, I fucking... We all have her phone number. I double... You, if you fucking call Sherry Pie, I will fucking... Say, I will Venmo you money. Uh, you first. You already owe me like $20,000 from all of our bets in the past. Um, you owe me money, too. I'm genuinely afraid of Sherry Pie. She creeps me out. <laughs> People who can just like do what she did... I'm so scared that she's constantly watching me somehow. I like, I'm scared of Sherry Pie. Like the crazy, like crazy shit that she could do, or like the crazy things that she's not afraid to do. Like the limit is fucking. The, the limit does not fucking exist. Like, yeah, she, she has a meat suit in her house somewhere. Um, did both or either of you ever feel jealous of the other one's success or talents? This is a big fan from Montreal, Yazid size um no i being i i think well i guess no that's not true i'm gonna say as an artist whatever but i think just i've never been that girl like because something that i've always felt is that like whatever like you do really well like it really is like your thing and you know it, people can like try to replicate whatever you do whatever um but it'll never be the same because it's not you like your art is yours whatever and i just i just genuinely like to see bob do really well it just it like genuinely makes me happy like when bob was on drag race when bob uh announced we're here when they got like the emmy nom like i just it just it genuinely makes me happy you sound so new york or whatever like when it's like is this popping or whatever um i did I, not say that you said whatever a few times you said when bob was like on so-and-so or whatever or like so-and-so or whatever you said whatever like two or three times and i was like this is very new york city um oh Mona, you did say that we literally, we can literally <laughs> go back. If it wouldn't ruin the recording to do it, I would go back. Actually, Jake, can you loop back when I saying whatever? Whatever, 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 whatever. whatever. Um, do I get, no, whenever, um, you know, I was actually, I've been rewatching um, season 10 right now, and I was really sad to see, it was the your first lip sync against Dusty, and I was like, oh my God, you look so sad, and I was so sad that you were so sad, my poor little baby. Um, and when you won Drag Race, I was genuinely, I was so excited. It, it, I haven't been that excited since Bianca won, quite frankly. Oh my God. Um, when you won Drag Race, A, New York City was on fire. But I mean, I remember being at Hardware, I mean, at Pieces when they announced, I was literally screaming. Like, I didn't have a voice. I was like, it was so crazy. And they were, it, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. If Monet gets some, I will say this if Monet gets like some super fierce trade, I do get jealous of that. Well, you, you 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 don't even you don't even like we don't even like the same kind of trades. No, but sometimes, sometimes every once in a while you'll get some trades. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have experienced that. <laughs> like just pictures. It's not anyone's. But like someone else said picture. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have enjoyed that as well. But like it happens to me with a lot of stuff. Like sometimes Jacob will hook up with someone, and I'd be like, oh my god, I really wish I could have experienced that. But I just funny <laughs> how you think of that as her career. <laughs> <laughs> no, not career, but I mean, but you never get jealous of someone else's trade. Like man, I wish I could have done that. Um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Jasmine will show me a boy she's hooked with, she's hooked with. I'm like, ooh, girl, I wish I had that. Uh, but this was a really silly, well, not silly one, but it was like, can you do an episode about K-pop? I, re I recently started getting into Blackpink. Jasmine Jasmine Rice just watched the Blackpink documentary, and um, I don't listen to a bunch of K-pop. I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm against K-pop, but if we did an episode about K-pop, I don't know how much I would be able to contribute. 
Because the only thing I know about K-pop is really that old right. ass K-pop, like Big Bang. I know about Psy. Um, I know about To Anyone. Um, but I don't know much about K-pop like from now. All I know is about K-pop from like eight years ago. <laughs> I think I, I thought the Black King documentary was boring as fuck. That's just me. And mm. I probably will get canceled for it because there are a bunch of girls who love Blackpink. Mm. But, like, honestly, that's what I said. That was Jasmine Rice LaBeja. That was that was not Bob the Drag Queen. That was Jasmine Rice LaBeja, if anyone's looking to drag someone online. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, like Bob said, like, I wish they had a documentary about Big Bang. I wish they had a documentary about, like, To Anyone. I think they were really... Even back in Korea, they were more of a trailblazer big thing than um, BTS or Blackpink. I think it's just like they, they were in a different time where now social media, TikTok, and all that craziness is more uh, uh, crazy in the world that they were just born in a different time. Like, if I, if I, think, I think that if they came out now, they would be even bigger than... Uh, Blackpink or BTS. Really? You I agree. Oh yeah, girl. To anyone, like that song was so good. Big Bang, the song "Fantastic Baby." Also, just go listen to Psy's album. Like Psy has some genuinely more than just Gangnam Style. Psy has some genuinely, genuinely good music. Um, and uh, Big Bang is cool, but like I maybe I don't I also don't want to sound like some old school ass. <laughs> you should hear the old school shit, but you should hear the old school shit. You know. Um, what's your question you're gonna ask before? Uh, well, you feel weird. You didn't. I don't know how you felt about this. When is the next virtual meet and greet, and will it be uh, the siblings together? Also, if you could pick the winner of Drag Race for each season that you were on, that you were not on, who would the winners be? Hint: Shangela and Alyssa Edwards were rocked. All right, we're not gonna answer all these questions. I'm not going through every season yeah. and naming everything. But um, Monet, Monet, you said you didn't like, have a lot of fun doing the um, the virtual just, meet and that's greet. That's not what I. That's not what I said. Or it wasn't for you. What did What did you say? I said that it was fine. I was like, would I would I rush to do it again? I said no. But I was like, but it was it was it was cool. I, I mean I liked I liked to be able to sit there and like meet everyone that way. Um but um it wasn't something that just sitting down in one space and not like being able to like have other stimulation by like saying like, Oh my god, you're here and like like I don't know. It was just it felt weird. It felt good and weird just sitting there staring at a screen as opposed to like seeing meeting an actual person. Yeah, it's, it's probably different than seeing someone then like not looking up for your money and saying, mm, "Must be Disney night." You know what I mean? Like, I like, like, um, my money's more important, so I want to focus on that while I had the chance of maybe meeting someone if I fucking feel like it, and that's what it was for me. Yikes! All right, thank you all so much for joining us today, um, and Jasmine, thank you for being our impromptu guest. Thank you for having me. You guys should follow Jasmine Rice. She's on Instagram um, at Jasmine Rice. She's on Twitter at Jasmine Rice. And you're Jasmine Rice LaBeja on uh, Facebook, yeah? Okay, you don't know anything about her. Her Instagram is actually Jasmine Rice NYC. Do you even know anything about our guest, Mona? I'm sorry oh that you God. had to go to this. Uh, you... Oh my God. You know what? Goodbye. Yeah, exactly. Like, like you said to that drag queen who came in second place. Goodbye. No, that's not what I said. I said, bye, bitch. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. Thanks, Jasmine.